Welcome to the Hotel News Now Podcast Network, part of the CoStar Group. This is the Next Gen and Lodging Podcast, which examines trending issues in the hospitality industry, led by three dynamic hoteliers who are really shaking things up. Thanks for listening, and visit hotelnewsnow.com for the latest industry news every day. Hello, 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 everyone. My name is Davon Rees. I am one-third of the Next Gen and Lodging Podcast. Um, I'm also the president and founder of the Vaughn Group. We are consulting and investment firm for hotels, as well as CEO of Vester, a crowdfunding platform for commercial real estate, including hotels. I am being joined today by two amazing people. I've actually met both virtually. Um, that's how we became acquainted. And then Lauren, I actually met her in person last year. And Kyle, we still haven't met yet. Um, so we have to we have to figure out how we're going to make this happen um, so we can meet in person. But going to start off with Lauren. Can you just briefly introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lauren Brown. I am actually a third-generation hospitality professional. I've been in the industry for 11 years now, and I create content online of just my life. I'm a girl and living in a hotel world, so. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kyle, what about you? That's so cool, Lauren. Like, I want to learn more about you because that's that's awesome. Um, And yeah, my name is Kyle Allison. I have been in the hotel industry since I was 17. And right now I live in the Doubletree by Hilton Hotel in Reading, Pennsylvania, which is actually the number one Doubletree by Hilton in the brand. And our company just took over a country club called the Reading Country Club. And I just became the general manager of that. So I'm kind of like living in two worlds. Like I live and work inside the hotel, but I also work at the country club. We're trying to reopen it. So I'm doing, doing a lot. So, but I'm just honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Woohoo. I don't yes, have to if I did. It was like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> so, today in the Next Generation um, and Lodging podcast, uh, we are actually going to talk about operations. And um, the little background story for those who are just tuning in or just new to the Next Gen Next Generation Lodging or Next Gen Lodging was founded, co founded by myself, Devon Rees, Omari Head, and Christopher Henry. Uh, both my, my my buddies from the industry we've known each other for ten plus years, and we realized that there's a there's a lot of conversation about the hospitality industry, but it's not a lot of conversation from people from a diverse crowd, pretty much under the age of forty, right? And we are technically the next generation in lodging, and we want to hear more diverse voices, and we want to hear different voices. So today um, we're just going to talk about how operations have changed, you know, post COVID, right? Um, it's been over like. I don't know how long ago since it's been since I've been in the industry, like actually working in the trenches. I actually got my start working as a front desk agent, and now I've 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 navigated my way to ownership, hotel ownership. But I noticed a lot of people who I came up in the industry, they're no longer like working in the. It's not too many people who are literally working like in the industry and operations. So, and we don't talk about this enough. Like we really, as an industry, we really don't talk about enough how we're going to keep our industry going, meaning from the talent perspective, right? We're talking about today, but we're really not talking about tomorrow. So that's why I wanted to ask you all, because I know you are in the trenches and you all are so passionate about the industry. So Lauren, I'm gonna start off with you ladies first again. Um, So you are actually in the hospitality industry. Uh, Can Mm -hmm. you share uh, briefly like your, 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 your background and your experience? 
Yeah, so, oh my goodness. I've, like I mentioned, I'm third generation hospitality. I actually had an internship in high school with, it was a hotel management internship and I just did it to get out of PE, (laughs) counted as a gym credit. And so, um, but really, you know, it was my dad that got me in it. Uh, My dad, he's a retired executive chef and there was a hotel being built nearby at my house. And I asked him if he knew anyone. And of course he did. And I got in, I started actually in the industry as a hostess in a restaurant. It was pure nepotism, (laughs) how I got in. And, you know, did front desk, front desk management, uh, manager, and also assistant and manager of operations. And now I'm a sales coordinator um, at one of the Omni properties. And I love, I love the industry and I love also what I do. And I just love to share it with people because there's so much opportunity and people just don't know. If you don't know, how can you go or how can you grow? I love it. I love it. All right, Kyle, you're up next. You're, you're, I've, I see you a lot on LinkedIn. You have a strong LinkedIn presence and social media presence. And I just love how much you share your passion, you know, for the industry. So can you talk a little bit about your experience and how you got into the hospitality industry? Yeah, thank you. That's very kind of you, by the way. Um, And Lauren, that's cool that your dad was an executive chef. That's awesome. Um, We love chefs here, Um, (laughs) even though they can be tough to work with sometimes because chefs have big egos. Oh, I knew you were going to say that they (laughs) they, they are artists. Okay, they're artists. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, so... I guess how how did I get started? So my mom was a was a flight attendant. She still is actually with uh, United Airlines for like thirty nine years. Um, so I saw the industry from a young age by like being in airports, going on trips with her, staying in hotels, that sort of stuff. Um, and I just like remember like the feeling that I would get being in in like a travel setting whether that's an airport hotel or, or whatever the case might be and I, I just makes you feel important and makes you feel like you're doing something and it's a good feeling that you get uh, so then what ended up happening was my mom applied for this hotel job for me like I didn't even know that she applied and one day somebody called me and said hey I got your application and I was like oh yes you did I guess and uh, and then I started working at a uh, hotel right around the corner from my house, a 310 room Hilton golf resort. And then like, I just was deep in it, uh, never left. And uh, yeah. And then I worked at a lot of the hotels and now I've, and I've lived in a few hotels and worked in them and just have a podcast called hospitality MD. And I just, I'm so grateful for every gift that the industry has given to me. And I just feel blessed to be a part of it. I love it. I love it. So one of the challenges that we're facing, well, I love the stories and every, every, it's like every time I hear someone's story about how they got into the hospitality industry, it's always unique. It's always different. I think that's the first time, Kyle, it's the first time I've heard where like they mom just applied and they didn't know it. So it's like, Hey, yes, I'm going to be working in a hotel, right? (laughs) Um, You need a job. Right. That's pretty much what she was saying. Like, you you need a job. All right. Yeah. So, so you all have been, so how, how, how long have you all worked in hotels? I, I've worked in a hotel for six and a half years. Lauren, how long did you work in? How, well, you're still working in a hotel. How long have you been yeah. in a hotel space? 11 years. Wow. 11. Cobb, what about you? Um, sorry. I'm trying to do the mental math here. I was 17 when I started and I'm 25 now. So that's 
eight years, eight. I think. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Eight years. Wow, you're young. Eight yeah. Years. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's able to rent a car now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I just oh. did actually for the first time. I just How did it feel? Did. Uh, it was miserable. I hated everything <laughs> because the reason I rented the car was because I was flying for free with my mom's thing that I can still oh, do, yeah. but you fly yeah. standby. So you don't have a ticket. Yeah. And fast forward, you know, what, 12 years later, right? 2020 COVID hit, right? And it was bad. I mean, hotels are literally shutting down, like literally closing their door doors, handing the keys back to the bank. How was that experience like? Um, working in the hotel space like how how was that like mentally like just just how was it Kyle you want to go first yeah so I was in Chicago when this happened and I was working at a hotel um called the wit uh which is in the heart of downtown Chicago um and I just remember like this like anxiety like as it was first coming up like because we kept hearing about this thing on the news and like we would have like meetings with like the GM and stuff about like, well, we should we worry yet? Or do we have to worry or like, wow, this is really getting crazy. And like, but we didn't conceptualize like what could actually happen because we'd never been through anything like it before. Right. Um, so then like, I just remember like one day coming in and like, my boss was like, all right, the owner just let us know like, oh, and what happened was we kept seeing the group bookings cancel. So convention canceled citywide conventions in Chicago, McCormick Place is the largest convention center in the Western Hemisphere. So you've got, boom, every day, cancel, 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 cancel. And then we were like watching our numbers dwindle in real time, watching everything fall apart. And then it got to the point where um, we came in one day and the owner said, we're basically going to have to, we're preparing for this to be like the world is collapsing and we're shutting everything down but we're not closing because we want to stay open because our insurance company won't let us close because if we if we close we're not a business anymore and we're not eligible for what what deals we have and whether that I think that was either a lent probably a lending and insurance requirement okay. um, so we didn't shut down so I was one of like we went from like 240 people down to like maybe eight or ten and I was one of the eight or ten people um, and just happened to be at the time I was actually because of some things in my friend's life, his girlfriend cheated on him that they were living together and something with my brother and stuff. So I was ended up, I was living in a one bedroom apartment with three guys at the oh, time. Wow. So I had my bed in the living room. My brother was on an air mattress in the kitchen. My one buddy had the bedroom. So my boss was like, anyone who's working can move into the hotel during this time if they want. Because of the pandemic. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, say less. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll be there. So wow. I moved into the hotel, started living there, working in it. And, um, it was just, just eerie. It was like a zombie apocalypse outside. Um, and then we, everything was, we started to see a little bit pick up, like in the summer, like there was like March, 2020, and then starting like May, we started to see life kind of change a little bit with like this leisure travel and people were getting sick of it. Um, but then what, what happened as we all know was George Floyd passed away and there was demonstrations throughout the whole country. Chicago was one of those places. Um, and my hotel ended up getting like looted and it was in the middle of a riot. And then that's when we actually closed down. Um, so I was working that day 
And that was like one of the most memorable days of my whole career in this business was, uh, was that, and I don't have to go into the whole story now, but basically just life was so crazy during the pandemic working in a hotel. That's my message was yeah. totally different um, than anything. I was it like mentally. I'm just curious because we don't, I don't think we talk about it enough, the mental strain yeah, that COVID had. So how was it like mentally on you? Um, it was, I was, I felt like I was pretty mentally strong because I was like in a situation with people. Like, I think if I had been let go, I, my mental health would be off the rails. Like I'm blessed that I still had a job because I was like, okay, every day I have a purpose. Like there's still guests here to take care of. Right. If we do the right things now, maybe we can bring our friends back to work. Maybe everything will get better and we can bring people in. If we do the right thing with our business, if we do it right, we can bring people back. There's people here who are, we have doctors and nurses staying here. Like we have a purpose to serve with hospitality with our current guests. And that actually kept me totally like, TTD like 10 toes down the whole time um, with everything. Um, it wasn't until that situation happened where the hotel was looted. We boarded up the whole hotel, but we, and we eventually closed it and, and I was let go, but I was actually living in the hotel and babysitting the hotel with the security guy for like a little bit. Um, so one night we watched The Shining in the lobby of a boarded up hotel <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic at like four in the morning. And that was a mistake. And that was probably the lowest that my mental health was, was watching the shining in a closed down hotel. But aside from that, having a purpose of being there for the guests kept me, kept me sane. Um, I probably wouldn't have been able to say the same thing if I had not been uh, with a purpose in life. Now, Lauren, what about you? So for me, when it occurred, I was actually, I took an, an opportunity to work for an oil and gas company. Um, I've worked there before kind of, you know, on contract and it was just really good to diversify my resume and get into corporate America. And unfortunately they had to trim the fat um, since I wasn't an employee by them. So I was caught in the middle. I couldn't go back to travel and tourism with hotels because everything in the world had just shut down. Mm -hmm. um, my husband, you know, he's a general manager and it was really tough for him of, you know, letting to go, letting go of staff or really being the only manager. Um, he worked at a Comfort Inn at the time, so a smaller property, but still he had to manage it all. And he, you know, he got a call from his owners saying, I'm already on unemployment. So he, you know, having a job that he's a breadwinner anyway. So just blessed that he had a job, but his owners called him saying, hey, we had to close six or seven of our properties. We don't know if your hotel is going to be open. Mm -hmm. um, but thank God his property is like right off of a freeway here in Houston. So there was a lot of, you know, um, walk-ins or guests. Now he didn't get the guests he may have wanted, <laughs> but but he he got some so I remember asking him about how his day was and I'm like what was your occupancy today and he's like it was 20 percent I'm like oh 20 percent is good <laughs> like 20 right. percent was good like uh then it got to 40 percent so it just kept going up and down and you know another thing is like one day he came home smelling like a billy goat you're the general manager why do you smell like trash or garbage outside well you know, I had to clean up the parking lot. I'm like, well, you could have asked your engineer for that. I'm like, no, I need him to 
to fix rooms and fix other things. It's like, I can do it. So one thing I do, you know, love about my husband is the fact that he took leadership. He, he did these things. He's the general manager cleaning out the parking lot. So he's not going to ask any of his staff to do anything that he wouldn't do or he hasn't already done because of just staff being just cut short, so short. I mean, it was just a skeleton staff. Um, but as far as like the industry, it was just very, um, it was just very sad to see your colleagues. I had one colleague, she's from China and she had her, her work visa. Her visa was tied up in her job and she has a master's degree in hospitality, but she couldn't work because she was in limbo because of her visa. So it impacted wow. a lot of people, a wow. lot of people. Wow. Wow. I'm just, and these are, these are my first time hearing these types. I mean, there's so many stories out there, but it's like, when you get, mm-hmm. hear them for the people that actually, have, it's different, right? It's like a different, a yeah. different feeling. Now, now mind you, all the things that you all went through, y'all definitely could have left the industry. Like a lot of people have um, left the hotel industry. Um, you know, unfortunately some people got let go during COVID and I don't, I don't think, and I'm sure they couldn't agree that they get in, they didn't get let go probably the way they sh- thought or felt they should have been let go mm-hmm. uh, meaning just the lack of communication or just they felt like they you know the you know the management company or owner probably should have been more empathetic right so and some just didn't come back now we have some people who have came back and we're dealing with and this is just the industry as a whole and not even just the hospitality industry but other industries but we for this show we're gonna just come about the hotel industry um it was a challenge to bring people back to work so what made you all come back to work, given the stories that y'all experienced, you know, Lauren, you know, what you went through with your, your husband, it sounds like he's still in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. What made you all come back? I think what made me come back is that, you know, it's really the only thing I really know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and besides that, you know, I loved it. I, I, I kept also, another thing is I kept good relationships with people. Um, And I wasn't afraid to, you know, I was an executive sales, you know, administrator uh, for Crown Plaza. And I wasn't afraid to come back down to work front desk. Um, One of the things that I love about our industries, our industry is that you can work your way up, whether it's one of the very few industries where you can work your way up, your hard work can pay off, and you can just go up without any kind of college education or background. So I did not mind going because the honest day work and honest day's pay is, is what it is. So I didn't mind coming back down to front desk because I'm like, I know I'm going to grow. I know I'm going to get there. It's going to be okay. Like if this is not, it's not over. I can still grow. I can still learn. I can climb the ladder again. I've done it before. I could do it again. Hi, what about you? What made you come back and still be in the industry after all what you went through? Um, I would partially say the same thing as Lauren. Like, I really don't know how to do anything else. I, I, yeah, I, my talents are limited to a few things and hospitality is really probably the only relevant one. Um, and it's just, I just love it. Like when you have like, you know, when you, when you think back to, you know, how you felt as a kid, when you were going with your mom and flying and everything and that feeling, and then it's like, well, how could you do something else? Um, so And it was just important to me. Like, I felt like when the industry was in its greatest crisis of recorded history, should I just leave and abandon it after it's blessed me so much, given me so many things, after I've been 
like my life, like I've had so much fun doing this. The industry has given me this abundant life and I'm just going to leave when the going gets tough. Heck no. I'm going to stay. And, and I I've really like in the moment was like, wow, we're literally living through history right now. So I should really be a part of this. And that's kind of why um, it's just too important to, to leave right now or back then. So prior to COVID, people who grew up in the industry, um, they left prior to COVID, right? Um, and so now I don't know the data. So I don't have any statistics. Probably need to go find some, right? The data to support that, right? Um, what do you all think as far as what can be done to get our generation and younger generations to have that passion, right? Or to get involved in the industry and stay in it. Because again, we're the next generation. And one thing about the hospitality industry, we're always going to be a service industry. You can't mm-hmm. automate it. You can't turn it into a robot as much as, as much as probably can. It's still a service industry, right? I don't know 200 years from now what it's going to look like, but it's probably still going to be a service industry because it's still a people industry, right? Yeah. Um, so unless we all just like turn into robots or something, I mean, like other than that, it's still going to be a, a, a people industry, which I, means, am I, I know, right. Which means we're going to need people to service the industry, right. To service the guests. So what I'm just curious, what are your thoughts to get our generation and younger generations to get involved and to join the industry and to stay in it? Not just to join it, but we need folks to stay in it and grow, like you said, Lauren, starting off as a front desk agent and becoming a general manager or becoming, mm-hmm. you know, a corporate, you know, GM or area director, revenue management. Mm-hmm. Like how what 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 advice? I would love to hear your thoughts. Kyle's okay if I go. Yep. Okay. Um, so for me, I, you know. I think it's really, really about exposure. You know, I was exposed with my parents working in industry, also having the opportunity in high school to mm-hmm. have a hotel management internship with Marriott. Um, so that was starting, that kind of start, that was a little kind of an early recruitment if you think about it. Um, so just really just exposure. I think some people think of when they think of hospitality, they think of you, oh, you just, clean rooms or you're a housekeeper and there's nothing wrong with that but I think they're just so limited because they don't know too much about the industry you can be director of spa you can be a director of you know the convention center in your hometown or whatever there's so many opportunities and so much exposure but the other part is that when we do get this staff in place is training you know, really taking out the time to train, also, you know, seeing their potential, and also having some sort of career plan of where they can see themselves in the future and building a rapport with your staff so that they really don't want to (laughs) leave. You know, they really like being there. They like the atmosphere. There's some growth there. You know, unfortunately for me, at one point with my first property, I was, so good at my job, I didn't get promoted. So sometimes that can happen. They can think of, well, if 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 we let Lauren do this, what if, who's going to, how are we going to increase our heartbeat score? I worked with IHG. How are we going to get enrollments for, you know, guests 
um, and everything, but you got to keep moving along. You shouldn't really be in the same place necessarily in three years time. You should always keep excelling or keep growing, or if you do reach the top of the food chain and be a general manager, you're growing your staff and you are passing along the baton. I interviewed with someone and he told me, I want you to have my job. Please, please take my job. I want you to have it. And that showed me that this person was thinking higher, they were thinking better, and they were thinking about their growth, and they weren't afraid to share information. I've been there where if they knew, if they trained me and they shared the knowledge that they had, I probably would have surpassed them. But it's about collaboration and not competition when it comes to you and your staff and employees. Share the knowledge so they can also grow. And just that way the baton can be passed. I love it. I hear you dropping some gems. All right, Kyle, you another gem dropper. Share, share, share your thoughts. So, yeah, I would say like basically the fun that you can have and the meaning that you can have doing it are like the two biggest things that I would say for, for people coming in. I actually just was at a uh, college lecturing to the students and that was my topic for the lecture was, was fun and meaning. Uh, and like, just to elaborate on that, like, Davon, like you could probably like agree with this, like how fun would it be for somebody to be able to fly around and go and visit different hotels that they own and operate and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's pretty fun, right? I mean, you're living yeah. in it. Like yeah. that's, that's awesome. Like I was telling the kids, like I got put on task force one time and they sent a Escalade with a newspaper in the backseat to pick me up at the airport. And then I was living at this hotel, eating steak and drinking for free and doing all this stuff working in the hotel, having fun, meeting new people. And then they sent this Escalade to pick me up, take me into downtown San Francisco. I got a, you know, spent $250 on a seafood thing right on the ocean and they paid for it and like did all this stuff. So you got them all excited. Did you, I hope you didn't leave out the part in order for you to get on task force, you had to be really good at your job because I've done task force. So they don't let everybody do task force. For the folks who listening, <laughs> They don't let everybody <laughs> pass or you really, you have to be an expert at what you do because you're going around yeah. at different hotels and you just going in and working nonstop. So you're making it fun, but I've done task force and you have a couple of days of fun throughout your t- a month or two, ever longer there. <laughs> and but you, you make, make it as fun. And I know what you're walking yourself into. That's true. <laughs> no, you don't. But that's also the fun of it. Who would have thought that you could fly across the country, somebody would pick you up, take you to a hotel that you've never seen before with people you don't know. Yeah. And basically you're moving in for a period of time. And you build relationships. I still talk to mm-hmm. the people I've done task force yeah. with. Like I still, like we still, like we're still Facebook friends. Yeah, this one, one uh, she was a accounting manager at, at this hotel and she wishes me a happy birthday on Facebook and she comments on my stuff and, and everything. And it's like, but people can, you can make it as fun as you could possibly desire it to be. Like I, another quick story was like, I moved somebody's room one time. Yeah. It was a, like, they wanted a new room. So all I did was make the room change, gave them some new keys. The next day I come into work and there is a two hour, uh, Swedish massage gift card with gratuity already paid for for the spa across the street at the hotel with like basically all the bells and whistles already paid for boom did that then I did something else for somebody and they gave me two tickets for a Lake Michigan uh river and lake I miss those days man I'm like take care of guests yeah 
and they take care of you. Living I'm like, I'm living the life right now. It's like so much fun to do this. Um, For the folks who are listening, these see, this is how you know we're all in right. operation. I can relate yeah. to all of them, right? I get it. I'm vibing right now. I'm jamming because it's like once you work in like the front desk or an op, it's like you are in operation. Oh. It's, it's like you got, it's like we see each other. We got that, we got that yeah. connection. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that synergy of people who, and you can be in the, for people who are listening, who are not yet in here, you can be in the synergy too. All you have to do is get in it, have fun, make the most of it. So that's the fun on the meaning side of it. Like you don't know like the depth of the impact that you can have on people. If you're in this that business, is so true. you have no idea, so like whether it's the guests or the team, like here at my hotel, we hire a lot of second chance people who have been incarcerated, felons, people who are recovering addicts, battered women, all these people. Like we had somebody show up here with a black eye. Her husband just beat her up. She had a, two kids with her. And she said, somebody told me I could come here and that you would help. And we gave her a job. We helped her. She got a PFA out on her abusive husband. And we're helping people like this is real life stuff that you can do in this business and that's on the team side and on the guest side you can make somebody's life you can I mean it's it so meaningful yeah. if you just do it the right way and you can have meaning and then have fun too like I mean Lauren you get this from your dad like I'll be walking through mm -hmm. the kitchen and somebody's like here come try this like rack of lamb with like balsamic oh, like, you giving out come on now you tell you telling the business we can't that? For the folks not in a hotel space yet, <laughs> in order for you to get the secrets, because what stays in the what goes on in the hotel stays in the hotel. So Kyle, you giving it up? See what happened? And got you lax because you got some hotel see, folks see, in the line. Got a real, okay? got a real back so for my folks who trying to get in the business, and y'all want to, <laughs> y'all want to hear about these stories. And I need for y'all to join. Right. All I gotta say is you can eat and drink really, really good for no money. That's really all. Really well. What? Matter of fact, I heard this Absolutely. one quote. I, I heard this one quote. They was like one thing about the hotel industry: you can live and travel. No, no, no. You can travel like a millionaire, but not be one. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Paraphrasing the quote. But when I heard, that, I was like, oh. that is so true, right? With the discount yes. rate. So it's just oh. one of the benefits. So that's, what do you that's another think? thing that keeps me along. <laughs> so I know that's why I had to buy another that's why I had to buy hotel. So <laughs> what do you all think like that we should be doing as an industry? So Lauren, I love how you mentioned before about high school, right? I love how you mm -hmm. mentioned how you know your 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 dad, it was kind of like it's in you. You know, like I feel like hospitality is in me. People can say they found wise hospitality. I got my first job in college. I, I literally, they was like, Devon, you smile a lot. You want to make $10 an hour? I was like, heck yeah, I'm about to be rich. And I fell in love with it ever since. I don't know anything else. Like, I, I just don't know anything else other than to being in this space. But yeah. our industry, we're facing, and even with even, even with my, my hotels, like we're facing challenges with bringing in people to actually work mm -hmm. because we're competing with so many different other industries, you know, with the pay you know, with the benefits, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I will say I employ the people in my hotel, they respect that I treat them like people and not like a number. And they actually told me mm -hmm. that, right? So, because I, I was there, you know, I want somebody to like, you know, the people who are working in these hotels, mm -hmm. the work that we've get, I've given my life to a hotel before. Literally, I've sacrificed so much and I'm sure you all have too, working, 
you know, working one, uh, then night audit calls off and then you working from, you know, 1 p.m. to 7 in the morning. He had, he, had, he had to cover the mic. So, you know what I mean? So, I've been paid. I've been paid my, I didn't pay my dues, okay? Yes. Oh, she young. She don't know. Have oh, I, don't have I don't work every Testimony. Right? So testimony. I don't work every shift, okay? So, but what can we do? And I, what yeah. can we do to literally, I understand why you all stay, but what can we do as an industry to bring in people to work in our industry? Like, how can we make it as exciting? Like, how? because I, Kyle, I see the passion in you. Like, yeah. you love it. I you actually like, I, when I am able to do it, I will hire a film crew to like follow me around just to see like how fun it is and just put out like a weekly vlog on YouTube or like a Netflix show. Oh um, because it's like, then you it can is. really see like what's going on. Like, boom, we're going here. And then sure. boom, we're going over here and then we're going to do this. And then we're going to cook this meal. And then we're going to take care of this person. And then we're going to go over here. And then we're People, flying well, across the country idea. to go People here. People need to see it. People and then need to like, see yeah. what they're getting into. Or, I, right. think, I think with the industry, a lot of people, they don't see what they're getting into. Like, and another thing is you really have to have a passion for this because it's, it, it is a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And then the thing is, y'all, we dealing with people in between they bed, like they hotel room. So it's like, I always say, look, it's bad to be in front of somebody when they hungry. And then it's bad to be in, be that in between person when somebody trying to get into their guest room. It's a hard job, right? Mm -hmm. But if we let people know what they're expecting, like Lauren, you mentioned the whole high school aspect. And then Kyle, you mentioned like just something simple is like, what is a day in the life of working in a hotel space? So people can yeah. see the, diff the different factors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? Um, I, I want to do that with the film crew. I think I'm going to somehow do that. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to, we'll figure it out. Um, let let me ahead. know. I would love to come on and guest star <laughs> well you know what like it would but, be fun know, to be like let's go and visit people from different hotels and see what their life is like so it's not just oh, me oh, wait a minute do i need to whoa, wait a minute do i whoa. need to stop the podcast because we are giving out some really great ideas right so, so everyone okay. listening you will have to sign an nda before you can listen to this podcast hey, people already know like yeah. people already know if you want to work with they you uh, if you want to get in my search you got to sign an nda this okay? is the uh okay. yeah this is brainstorming at a whole new level this a whole up. this is what happens this is what we're happens. going too yes. deep right well, now though we're going too deep but yeah. but the thing is we need to do something because i'm just i've been thinking about this for years and i've been trying to have this conversation um that's what I get around with smart people like yourselves who are smarter than me mm -hmm. what can be done because I see so many people my age oh I've seen so many people my age and younger that start in the industry and we just get burnt out we're not appreciated Lauren like you mentioned before I definitely got passed over on a lot of promotions where I know I earned it like I know I earned that promotion and I didn't get it that was detrimental to me like I wanted to leave I wanted to give up Matter of fact, I just was like, I don't even care anymore, right? And I left, right? Because I just didn't care because I was like, okay, you know, what are you doing? You're not helping me, right? And so, of course, they mad now. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you'll never be passed over again because you don't <laughs> <laughs> That was so, a big so, micro. So I heard some really great things. I heard 
letting people know I'm just I'm just like some just giving some action items yeah. and stuff out there so I heard from Kyle letting like kind of it's fun the hospitality industry is fun right mm-hmm. oh um, getting behind the scenes you know seeing the different the different aspects really working with the guests and making the guests feel happy right um and make sure that they're during their stay Lauren you talked about starting off from like high school right you know because a lot of times, a lot of people were getting into college. They don't know that they can major in hospitality. Like they think, oh, I'm just checking it out. Guess the hospitality industry is one of the few industries. There's so many different components. There's yeah. there's front desk, general manager, technology, architecture, interior design, accounting, catering, catering, yeah. event planning. You know, I mean, so many people want to be event planners. Like, you know, you know, you can work in a hotel and do that you know, catering, you know, it's so many different components. There are hotels with golf courses. So for the people yep. who want to get golf, you know, it's, so it's so many different, you got chefs, pastry chefs. It's so, and then you can travel yeah. and you can work at hotels from all over the world. Yeah. And so um, definitely encouraging and like, you know, Kyle mentioned it, putting it out there, letting folks tap into different generations and different cultures and different, and just getting it out there and letting folks know, hey, this is a great industry to work for. But the thing is, and Lauren, you made a good point of how we can retain them. It's like letting them be heard, like passing information, the training. It's hard to train now because we don't have the staff, right? That's like the common thread. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to get an employee to stay, okay? Yes, I mean, you, and then also the other part of factor is like people are traveling more now. So we have the demand, but now we're trying to, we have to have the supply, the supply of employees. And it gets to where it's sometimes either sink or swim, or right. you put someone in front desk with another employee and you're not, and you're the manager, you're not really training them yeah. as the manager and you let them shadow someone, which is okay sometimes, right. but sometimes that other employee can get that other person's bad habits. The new yeah. person can pick oh, up another no, employee's no bad habits. Yeah. Yes. And it's supposed to be iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So, you know, just and that and just really because you can get burnout really quick. I've done a three to 11 shift and had to do a seven to three. Or when I was the FOM, a front office manager, I had to come back and do night audit after somebody just called out an hour before. Um, so things like that happen. But it's also about your your employees feeling appreciative because you know, they just, they just happy employees, happy guests, you know, and also empowering them to be able to make decisions. Can they comp a room? Can they give away, you know, also give don't them throw that comp room for now. service. But for service recovery points, oh, okay. you know, yeah, but, instead yeah. of comping a room, because well, um, you know, if you're, at, yeah, look, you're F and B always to the rescue. Why we got comp room? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You I can think, do uh, you can do a complimentary breakfast, complimentary dinner, drink tickets, all that kind of stuff. It kind of gets a little limited when you're at a limited service property of what you can do. But I see what you're saying. What recovery, can you do from but, service recovery? Recovery. Yeah, now, and and just them having the empowerment that they can make those kind of decisions without management. Yeah, and kind of feel empowered. Yeah, and Kyle, you mentioned that before is about some of the things that I'm sure you've done. It sounds like you have a great rapport with your guests, all the gifts and stuff you give. Now, um, we gave so much information. Like, this is so great. I hope that the people are tuning in, the people who have been operations or the, the people who are trying to figure out how we can can fix this, 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 this labor issue. Um, 
um, just giving just, I, and the reason why I wanted y'all to come on is because I've been seeing so many different conversations of labor issue, but from people who not like really in the trenches. <laughs> so it was like, we need to talk to the people who are in the trenches because they're in the, like they're there, like they're hearing, because employees, they gonna talk to their managers and HR differently than they gonna talk to their coworkers. So you're oh, hearing, yeah. <laughs> you're hearing what the coworkers are saying. Like you hearing it, you seeing what your coworkers like, girl, like, hey, I'm ready to go. Like, you know, I'm looking for a job as we speak because of X, Y, and Z. They're not gonna tell HR that. They're not gonna tell their manager that. They're just gonna get up and leave. And by the time yeah. it's too late. So I wanted to bring you all on and people who are in the trenches because not only y'all experiencing things, but y'all hearing what your coworkers are saying. Like your coworkers are telling you, hey, I'm about to quit. Don't tell anybody, but I'm about to quit. Like, <laughs> I've been there. You know what been I mean? There. <laughs> and, so, and they tell you why. So the stuff that y'all, you know, I got, it's a little, I'm a little madness, you know. I mean, we trying to put stuff together. But no, I really appreciate y'all coming on here, um, um, sharing your insights, um, sharing your information. I hope that the people who are listening, they were excited to grab some nuggets. I know I did. This is just a great conversation. Um, Kyle, can you let folks know where uh, they can find you? And you didn't even talk about your documentary. So can you let folks know? Oh, yeah. where you? I know you have your podcast. Um, tell yeah, us. I do have those things. Um, first of all, thank you for letting me be here. Uh, this was a fun podcast to record. Like people have boring podcasts. This is not a boring podcast. Um, so, and Davon, you have the best smile on the West side of the Mississippi. I remember that from that guest, um, which is true though. So thank you. thank you for being here, Lauren. You're awesome. Like you're funny too. Uh, you have a great, great smile. Story. And uh, people you. can find me with my podcast. I'm on YouTube, Hospitality MD, like a doctor. Um, I'm on LinkedIn with my name, Kyle Allison. Just, yeah, either one of the, just search those two things and you'll find different things. I go live on LinkedIn three times a week. So you can find me there too. Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. It's called the PM Shift. Yeah, oh, I saw cool. it. Yeah. PM chef. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I get I get the notifications. Yeah, yeah. So we we get some people on. Actually, maybe you guys can come on sometime. I don't know if y'all in bed hey, at that let's time. Do part but... two. What's up? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I know it's a little late for people, but we like to have guests on. Hey, too. I'm a I'm a night out. Come on, I just told you I work the late, the three to eleven, one and nine, the eleven to seven. I feel like I'm on that shit. Yeah, I don't sleep well at night either. I'm like I'm always going. Person. Yep. I, yeah, going to school in the morning and go, working at night. I yeah, I, I yeah, too much. Lauren, mm -hmm. what about you? How, how 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 can folks find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram or any social media platform at Reimagine Hospitality. So please Whoa, look up Reimagine Hospitality. You'll find me. I didn't know that was you. Look at that, making connections. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I think I'm already like. You could be following me. I think we're already like on there. Friends on there? Yeah. I love it. I That's love so the connection. Wait a second. I love the connections. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, you can follow us, uh, Next Gen and Lodging. We're on LinkedIn as well as Instagram and YouTube. Um, so thank you again. Uh, thank you, Hotel News Now, for this partnership and collaboration. And a very special thank you to our wonderful guest today, Kyle Allison. 
and Lauren Brown, and we will see you next time. It may not me, may not be me, maybe Chris, or maybe Amara. But either way, it's gonna be one of us always giving you as much information as we possibly can with a diverse audience so you all can hear different perspectives on different topics. So thank you all so much and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Hotel News Now Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify for more. And visit hotelnewsnow.com for more hospitality industry news.